time to write your book. Welcome back to Author Create, everyone. This is Steve Woodfin, your host. I want to thank you for joining us here today. Now, so far in our episodes, we've talked a lot about writing your first book. And it struck me that one of the things that uh, writers do when they're first starting out is they try their hand at some short stories. I certainly did that. I wrote short story after short story for a while. And the other day, I just happened to come across one that I had written uh, at least as far back as 2012 called The Horse. Now, the thing about short stories is they have the same story arc as novels do or full-length books do, except they're compressed into a very short period, very short word count, maybe 1,500 words. And so I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I happened to run across a recording that I made of that story uh, in 2012, and I want to share it with you. It's only about six and a half minutes, but you'll see the structure in it and the different parts of the story and how it, hopefully it all fits together at the end. So here is The Horse, a short story. The Horse by Stephen Woodfin. On the third day of the second month, two years after her mother's death, in a cabin built of logs from the high mountains, in a sanctuary gated apart from other young successful professionals in a North Dallas suburb, Charlize Jackson decided she would find a man unknown to her, her father. She let down the folding ladder into the attic, climbed up the wooden steps, and walked to a far corner where her mother's trunk, padlocked, rested in its spot. She used the heavy cutter she purchased at Lowe's to strip the lock off the footlocker. In the bottom of the chest, beneath the high school annuals, she found a brown manila envelope with a brass fastener. Inside the folder, she located her birth certificate and moved next to the window to read it. Someone had taken a black Sharpie and crossed out her father's name, but she had enough to work with, a hospital, a date. Through the miracle of the Internet, over the next couple of weekends, she narrowed the possibilities until she downloaded the GPS coordinates into her Garmin. The next Sunday morning, she arose two hours before sunrise, packed a duffel bag with a day's provisions, and headed east. By 8 o'clock that morning, she sat in her car in Kilgore, Texas, next to a curb in a quiet neighborhood where a small frame house in bad need of a paint job beckoned to her. When she rang the bell, she heard feet shuffling. She could tell someone had come to the door and was watching her through a crude peephole four and a half feet from the floor. In a minute, a gray-haired woman in her 70s opened the front door and stared at her through the latched screen. I'm Charlize Jackson. A blind person could tell that, the old woman said. Can I come in? Why? I want to talk to you about my father, Charles Hamilton. If he's your father, why isn't your last name Hamilton? 
my mother and he never married. Is that what she told you? Yes, ma'am. Come in, then. The woman led Charlize to the kitchen and motioned at a chair next to the table. It had a red plastic seat cover frayed around the edges. You want some coffee? No, ma'am. I don't want to take any more of your time than I have to. I tried to call ahead, but I couldn't reach you by phone. The old lady looked at a landline phone with a circle dial that sat on the stand in the hallway. I never answer it. In my experience, it's always bad news. I got enough of that already. She leaned against the checkered tile kitchen counter and waited for Charlize to continue. Does Charles Hamilton live here? No, honey, he don't. I can take you to his place if you'd like. I'd like that a lot, miss. Mrs. Eudora Hamilton, she said. I'm your grandmother. Eudora took Charlize by the hand and helped her out of the chair. <clears throat> she never released her grip as she led her out the back door and walked her to an old truck. You can ride shotgun, Charlize, she said. Mrs. Hamilton rolled her window down, rested her left arm on the window ledge as she backed out the driveway, and puttered down the quiet street. Four blocks from her house, she turned off the road through an entrance, flanked on both sides by large iron gates that never closed. She followed the meanderings of the street until she stopped near a small plot, a headstone, a vase of plastic flowers. This is it, she said. Charlize got out of the truck and walked to the headstone. <clears throat> what did you know about him? Eudora asked her. Nothing. Mama said he ran off with another woman before I was born. Sounds like your mama may have had a little trouble with the truth, baby, the old woman said. She knelt down and arranged the plastic flowers in the pot. She looked up at Charlize. Your daddy was a good man. He missed you every day of his life, but his three rules got in the way. What rules? He loved three things, horses, your mama, and whiskey. He had a rule for each one. Bet on the horse, marry the woman, drink the whiskey. He was at the track in Shreveport the day he met your mother. But he didn't marry her, Charlie said. Oh, yes, he did, darling. Your mama woke up the next morning, made a beeline to her rich daddy. He had an annulment file before dark the next day. He made it clear to Charles that he was a dead man if he ever came around his little girl again. So then what, Charlize asked her grandmother. Rule three, for the next 30 years, Eudora said. Charlize ran her hand across the granite gravestone until her fingers felt an etching in the smooth rock surface. She leaned close to it and realized it was the outline of a horse. She had a question in her eyes when she looked at Eudora. Mrs. Hamilton put her arm around her granddaughter's shoulder as she spoke. He told me a few days before he died that only a fool would place a bet until he knew all he could about the horse. So there you have it. I want to thank you for coming by today to visit Author Create. This is Steve Woodfin, your host. I hope you'll drop by authorcreate.com and drop us a note. Tell us what you're working on and what we can do, if anything, to
to help. And we'll see you next time.